This episode is not brought to you by Boomsma. Claire Campster Klusterbitter is based on Brother Jacob's 15th century recipe. You know, Brother Jacob gathered the special herbs on his walks around the Clerkhamster Cloister. The cloister is no longer exist in existence, but this bitter proves that enjoyment is timeless. Clerkhamster, not a show sponsor. Nick, since the last time that we did this, it was so humid for a couple of weeks there. Yeah. That... Before the kids got back in school, I was getting text messages from home that I needed to um, work on the dryer. Oh. Because certain people were opening it up and there were pools of water in the dryer. That is how humid the condensation buildup. There was literal. That too is condensation. Yes. Uh, I went to work. Like the one morning, so all of my windows were fogged oh. on the way to work. Got yeah, to work. It was fogged up. Yeah. Most of our, uh, like most of our office's windows and you couldn't even see outside. It was so bad. No, it's terrible. Yeah. That was know. the, that was the worst week I think we've had in a long time. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent brutal. Um, 89% humidity. Most and days. The stretch of it. Yeah. It was just, it was awful. I, I mean, you know. Like today was beautiful. Yes. I'll take this. Yeah. But they said it's supposed to get back to like 97, 98. I'm like, that sucks. Over this weekend? This weekend and next week. Well, I mean, we can't have, that's why we can't have nice things, Nick. Right. This week's episode not brought to you by Starbucks Single Origin Columbia. You know, at Starbucks, we've always loved coffee from Columbia. And we're never reminded of that love more than when we're traveling to the coffee farms, driving treacherous dirt roads with a sheer mountain wall to one side, nothing but air for thousands of feet to the other, sitting at 65,000 feet of elevation, nestled among the beautiful and distinctive Columbia countryside, These farms produce amazing coffee. For us, the juicy acidity, herbal notes, and signature nutty finish of this 100% Colombian coffee are worth the journey every time. Single origin Colombia coffee from Starbucks. Not a show sponsor. All right, Nick. Tell me a little about this cocktail before we take our first drink. Okay. Uh, I am calling this the end of summer. So this is rye whiskey... Uh, St. Germain elderflower liqueur, uh, apple juice, and simple syrup, shaken, poured, and topped with either Prosecco or sparkling wine. All right, let's take our first uh, sip. Cheers to the end of summer. Okay, I like it. Yeah, a little interesting. You know, ooh. I think once you get through the uh, champagne topper, mm-hmm. there's a little more complexity there. Well, we're going to have to have two of them. Uh-huh. We can't just, Obviously. Can't have just one. No. That might, be the, that might be the name of the episode. You can't just have one. You know, you coming up with this drink, end of summer, got me thinking about 
different songs that made you think of the summer or maybe that had summer in the title. In the title. What was the first one you thought of? Well, I say, well, it, it, it's obscure. End of Summer by the Midnight, okay. which is a synthwave band that I really like. Summer starting to slip it. No, sorry, that's not. That's a Cayuca song, but one of my favorite lyrics is Summer starting to slip away. So the one that I thought of, also a little obscure, Summer of 69. Yeah. Ah, I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> From Canada's own Brian, Brian Adams. No, but you know, another, you know, a couple other classics that I was kind of thinking of. Endless Summer Nights by Richard Marks, hmm. which is a good one. Boys of Summer, Don Henley. And then, and this one, I, this one is, uh, this one will be obscure, possibly, to a, a listener or two. Summer Highland Falls. Oh. Billy Joel. I don't even know that one. See? There you go. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Winner, winner. Twitter hat trick. Okay. Uh, what about, uh, so uh, incidentally, when we were talking about this, I typed in, you know, what did I type in here? Songs with the name Summer in the title. And... I told you this was odd. Again, I typed songs with summer in the title. I don't know what the AI did, but it came up with meatloaf. So you took the words right out of my mouth. That's the thing. Honestly, uh, AI has been programmed to put that into any playlist. (laughs) Rest in peace, meatloaf. I had a Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass playlist, and all of a sudden, just meatloaf. I did not have Herb Alpert. On the bingo card for tonight. Oh, yeah. That is some yacht rock right there, my friend. Hey, Correct. cheers to that. Boom. I, I, I celebrate the entire collection. <laughs> I love Michael Bolton. A lot of those. Honestly, I had a lot of those uh, records growing up of uh, Herb Alpert. Yeah. LPs, huh? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. On the turntable. That and John Denver. Oh, John Denver, yeah, easily. Yeah. I mean, a, lot, that, a lot of that in my parents' house. John Denver. Okay, now we're see we're we're uh, doing one of those things we like to do where we're going off. I had I'm trying to think of. I had a bunch of Chipmunks albums. Oh, um, yeah, these were not my albums, by the way. Like I did not, I was not like a, a seven year old buying Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Like no, was, but they yeah. were. The, but you played they were them. There. You right. played them right. exactly. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking of the one specifically that I had, and I really want to have. There was like an off-brand Chickmunks that I really liked, and I cannot think of the name. I think I still have the Monchichis. No, although I had a Monkey Shirt album. Tales. And no, um, I mean this was like uh, I'm gonna have to type it in while we're talking. Name a couple records that you had. Uh, well, obviously Michael Jackson's Thriller. Right. Oh. Right. And how many? You probably had two of them. Duh. Uh, had Duran Duran, uh, Rio had Duran Duran decade. Oh, uh, very nice. Yeah. I can't find anything. I'm going to think of this off brand chipmunks, but you know, the chipmunks were essentially just, it'd be, you know, you and me singing the beach, putting beach boys, pet sounds. Oh, had that on LP. Yeah. You know what I did? Because obviously big chipmunks fan i oh, celebrate yeah. there i did celebrate their entire catalog i mean honestly outside of christmas time is here i'm not 100 percent i know any of their songs i'm gonna here's what i did song. here's what i had of I, the like chipmunks? Their, I like their earlier stuff <laughs> <laughs> i'll 
<laughs> okay. Here's what I did, okay? Yeah. This is a total uh, analog moment right here. Okay. I had two boom boxes. Mm-hmm. One of them could record. Right. I would put them face to face. Oh okay. yeah. Hold and up one. Hold up one boombox to hold, to record off the radio on the other. Did, one. That yeah. was one thing I would do. But then I discovered by total accident one mm-hmm. day, I went. I was listening to uh, like a NKOTB, right? Which yes, everybody will know what that is. Tape or you know something of that nature. And get mad at me for saying I loved him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hanging tough was great. Uh, go. I dare you to go back and listen to that and not sing along. You exactly. cannot not do it. But I was went to fast forward because I had a, one of those. I don't even think it was one of those fancy ones. It wasn't because this is why I did it. Okay. You know, some of those uh, tape machines you could hit fast forward and it would stop on the tape break for the songs. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have that kind, so I went to just lightly hit it and I figured out that if I just did that, it would speed up the tape, but still play it, and it sounded like the goddamn Chipmunks. Fantastic. So I made an entire mixtape, 90 Minutes Memorex, of songs that I liked in the style of the Chipmunks. Wow. Yes. Absolutely. Total nerd. That? It took some, it took it, it took at least a day or two. I'm I'm like, I'm not even mad, I'm just impressed. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It had Michael Jackson songs. It may have had, I'm trying to think of who else was on that. Addicted to Love, I have to think. There was oh, Huey yeah. Lewis on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might have done like the whole side A of sports. Right. I mean, who knows, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you uh-huh. believe in love? Uh huh. Oh, my goodness. No, I remember that. Original Warrant. Oh, geez. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some other tapes that I really pined for and like, those were like, you know, I had those. Uh, the choir boys, I don't love you anymore. <laughs> what about those boxes, those crates? Oh, which milk they crates? still have. They still have the crates for the uh, albums. But do you remember they made when when then when tapes came along, they made the little crates. Oh yeah, but they were for tape, and they fit like ten. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you could fit like you could fit like seventy five albums. <laughs> well, I'm saying like uh, those were always in the floorboard of my sister's VW Rabbit. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Nowadays, when you get online. Nowadays. Yeah, nowadays. Uh, you know, in the future days. Mm-hmm. Um, the future, we're truly in the future now because we are past 2015, which is what the future was in Back to the Future 2. Have I shown you the future timeline? No. Yeah, we're honestly, we're right before Soiling Rain at this point. Are we really? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, we're actually, we're past uh, Blade Runner. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. That was 2019, I think. Yeah. We're far back from Dune, but yeah. I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, well, uh, now I've ordered a couple of, uh, just a couple in the last, and this has been three or four years, but it, the options are like MP3 album, vinyl record, and I'm not going to buy, uh, there's one band that I buy vinyl records of that I have on my wall, or then there's cassette tape. So I have like th- three cassette tapes. I don't even have a place to play a cassette tape. Here's one for you. Pocket Rockers. Oh, no. Do you remember Pocket Rockers? Oh, yes. Yeah. I, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Blast from the past. The original iPod. <laughs> Except they were tiny little tapes in a little tiny player. Yeah. That was like, that was a, that had a moment. And I was like, I don't know why that didn't catch on. Right. Um, what's the other thing that didn't quite catch? 
It was after CDs, before iPods. Mini disc. Oh yeah, yeah. Mini disc. Uh, mini disc players. Because, uh, and Gary Goldman's got a great bit about this. About like he was at the gym and saw somebody with a disc man, and he was like, "I thought he was carrying a pizza." Like. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, why didn't mini disc catch on? Because like a disc man was the size of a hubcap. When I was a kid mowing, okay, yeah. when I um, went from tapes, Walkman, to CD. And you had to put it, like jam it between your seat and the console so it wouldn't skip. But when I'm yeah. mowing the yard. Oh, yeah. Now this is a big one. How many different things could you, could they, they could made a whole... Sky Mall magazine with this shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had a thing that was like a fanny pack at one point, but you know you're walking, so right. it's gonna hit you in the hip every time. And I mean, the CD gets you know beat yep. to hell. But then remember they came out with those uh, CD players that had like that were shock resistant. Shock resistant, which just meant they stopped. It just meant so you'd get like two lyrics out. You know. Well, that was the other deal. Uh, Goldman's got a good bit on that. Like, uh, it was great for the shock resistor for the two minutes that the battery lasted. That <laughs> you had shock resistor on, right? I totally forgot about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but just see, drain the battery in your walk or your discman. I've got this. Yeah, I remember having that. You know, because I had the smaller, like the slim, and then you get the one with the shock resistance, and now it's like two times as you know thick. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I tried. You know. Back in the day when, you know, and of course you got your yard that's, you know, your yard's never flat. So you're doing this the right. whole time and it's like mm-hmm. waddling around. I mean, I can't tell you how many things I tried. I, I old schooled it. I didn't even do like, I didn't even have like a cassette Walkman. I literally just had like a radio Walkman that I used yeah. when I was mowing only because I was like, yeah, I was too tired of like flipping tapes over yeah. uh, and I was like, eh, whatever, I'll just listen to the Spice Girls uh, this many times, right? <laughs> I'll listen to the Spice Girls, Fastball, uh, and what, Tonic, sing If You Could Only uh, See The Way She Loves Me. That that was what I did. Then you would understand. Mm-hmm. And by Why the, I by feel the, this way. By the end of the summer, I did. I did understand. I'm not going to tell anyone how many of Queen's greatest hits I scratched the hell up. Oh, mowing my yard. That was okay. me and Beastie Boys' "License to Ill." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Once upon a time, about 12 minutes ago, we said we were going to come back on and talk about a horse race. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, I let's, forgot let's, the horse racing uh, podcast that we're on. Maybe we should do that. Okay. We're gonna go. We're gonna get deep into the weeds here. By the way, this got better toward yeah, the bottom. It, it absolutely did. Yeah. Uh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk about a race, and then we're gonna have a refill. Let's do that. We're gonna go to a place called Remington Park. Oh, little place in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, my mm-hmm. friend. I've been there. Have you? Oh yeah. I. You're I, the one. I've talked to the locals. Yeah. I've stayed in an Airbnb, uh, not too far from the track. I've, from Bricktown. No, we were not in Bricktown. Oh, okay. No, uh, this would be the exact opposite of Bricktown. Got it. Um, this was just a short Uber ride from the track. Hey, man, we showed up in flip flops and t-shirts. We're we're the hardcore gamblers. Okay? Wow. I'm going to tell you about a jockey that I really like at Remington Park. Like odds on like how like percentage wise, how many uh, white dudes had red faces at that track? 
Like as a percentage of the entire population of that track. Ooh. I'm like I'm just gonna assume eighty five. I'm I think it was a little bit lower than that, but you know what? It's up for debate. Let's Understood. Put it, let's put yep. it that way. Yep. Floyd Wethy Jr. Yeah. Have we talked about him before? Have not. He's uh, a well-known jock down at Remington Park. He's, he is to be respected. Sounds in, like it. In race one, he's My on, dad's a Floyd. They're to be respected. See? Yeah. Here we go. You don't get that name by mistake. Another guy down there right now is David Cabrera, who we've talked about before. Um, but first race on, what am I looking at here? Friday. Okay. okay. 7.07 p.m. Central Standard Time. Maiden Claimer, 10K for fillies and mares, three to five years old. Okay. Wow. Are they on TBS's 1990 schedule? 13, $13,000 purse, Nick. Oh, God. All 13? Good God. That... My boy Floyd Wethy is on the number four horse, Elena May. Okay. Elena May is... She's got the. She's been in the uh, best races. Okay, mm-hmm. so she's dropping in class here for a thirteen thousand dollars purse. Like, is it like the horse is showing up and being like, "Hey, just one more night at the old rate"? Like, is that? <laughs> she's saying nay, not hey. Got it. Get, yes, there we go. Yeah. There's the bad joke of the mm-hmm. week. Um, I'm telling you, this Elena May morning line five to one. Okay, Floyd Wethy. One one race lifetime, okay. Okay. At the uh, distance. Are there other horses in this race? The, yes, there are okay. other horses in this race. We'll go. Be, yeah, run them down. We'll, we'll go over them. I'm going to talk about my horse first. We're going to do this the opposite way that we usually do. Got it. You're going to do because your this is Remington spiel. Park. Yes. You're going to do the quality part of the podcast first. Oh, I don't know if it's quality. Yeah. Well, it's the thing that the listener tunes in for. Let me tell you about. Let me tell you about some of these finishes. On debut, finishes sixth out of eight. Hmm. Next race. Next up. Okay. Only run four races, by the way. I'm not going to go through a okay. bunch of them. Finishes sixth out of eight. You detect a pattern coming here? Oh, I see. Oh, okay. That was the second time. Yeah. Got it. Third race. Seven out of ten. Hmm. No, wait, I, but I can do one to top you. Wait a second. 10 out of 11. Elena May. Elena May's got problems, right? No, Elena May, I think, might get the Lou Brown got a feeling he's due award. Yes. You know why? Because we got a nice jock switch from, you know, to my man Wethy from a guy named. Hold on here. My Bob. Pop. Oh, yeah, I mean... Is Bill Buick? Oh, no, it's not Bill Buick. No. <laughs> Luis Quinonez. That's like every dude. Well, yeah. he's no Jose Ortiz. Okay, He isn't Jose Ortiz. All where, right. Where are the Ortiz brothers in this? They're, no, they're nowhere near Oklahoma, my right, friend. They're, yeah. they're, no, they're, they're nowhere to be found. They're, got it. They're otherwise uh, busy. Uh, let's go through the names, though. Let's do your part of this handicapping. Okay. Number one, Izzy 
A distorted lady. Wow. All one word. Nope. San Mateo cat. Cat with a K. Okay. It's Remington Park, dude. You're going to have to expand like I said, your I was like, Yeah, here. that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like uh, we're on the Ocho for this. Yep. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Magical Gold. You know what? Strongest name so far. All right. We already got the four Elena May. Here's your horse. Yankees Miracles. God, uh, if I believed in those this season, I might go that way. <laughs> I almost got you to, you know, pivot. 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 <laughs> start talking about the Yankees. Diamonds, capital R, forever. No. What, you don't like James Bond? I mean. Lightning Melody. Not like that. <laughs> Lightning Melody. I do like that. That's I'm, a first-time starter. Uh, you know what? You I'm know, going. I'm, so far, that's the front runner for me. Lightning Melody's a gray or roan. What? Lightning Melody's a gray. Oh, oh. Well, see, we both might know. You're already. You've already picked your horse. Okay. Hey, I can play an exact as well. Okay. Fine. 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 All right. Uh, much aloha. You know what? It's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not... Good. Yeah. Also a gray. Talkative. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Not enough, but I enjoy it. Daphne's Fire. The second half here is actually kind of bringing it. Daphne's Fire is not a bad name for a horse at all. Daphne's Fire. That's Cabrera. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then we've got the 11 horse rounding out the field. Freckles. Damn. Okay. Yep. No, I'm switching. Freckles. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell the listeners right here. On Friday. Freckles is my horse. On Friday, you're going to want to go Remington Park, race one, 707 Central Time. If the 11 horse is in the field, first time starter, 11, Freckles. Put your $2 down to win, okay? You got $2, you know, don't have your coffee or whatever. The 11 Freckles did a work on August 26th, four days ago. 87 other horses worked out at the same time. Take a guess at what Freckles finished out of 87. Second. 87th. Got a feeling he's due. (laughs) Let's get a refill and talk about something else. Nick, it is the end of August. It is. That means it's time for one of our favorite segments to come back into our lives and the listeners' lives. That's Nick's picks. Cheers. Let's have some college football picks, shall we? Starting out with the Big 25 <laughs> that apparently we have now. Oh, man. Now that we have, now that we apparently have like Canadian football teams in our division. Oh, dude. It's awesome. Um, yeah, we haven't even scratched the surface of that. We're not even going to talk about that. We're just going to go down and dirty You're right part now. Part of the Pac-12, part of the EPL. Okay, tomorrow. Florida at Utah. Florida unranked. Utah ranked 14th. Yeah. Utah is a four and a half point favorite. 
I'm going to give him more than that. Yeah. I'll take Utah on that. Easily covering the spread. I'm going to take Utah on four and a half. All right, here we go. Saturday, Michigan. Number two Michigan mm-hmm. without head coach Jim Harbaugh. Right. Hosting East Carolina. Now, listen. Dude, very ca- East listen. Car- Dude, East Carolina is a snake in the grass, and, man. And listen, listen carefully. Yeah. Michigan is laying 36, and the over-under is 51 and a half. Wow. So. I No, I mean, I'm going to take Michigan, but, like, still, East Carolina is, like, a legit team. They'll they'll bite you if Here, you're not looking. Here's one. Coastal Carolina, another one. Yes. Here's one that uh, just got announced as the, like, Fox Sports they're going to Fort Worth for the Colorado at TCU game. TCU ranked seventeenth. Colorado yep. coach Prime. Yep. TCU laying twenty and a half. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. I was in Colorado last week, as mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It was ninety degrees um, Wednesday. Close to ninety on Thursday. Storm came in. Dropped to 75 on Friday. What was it here last Friday, Nick? Was it uh, 105? It was. It was 105. I played golf in Winfield, Kansas. Goff. Goff. 105 degrees last uh, Saturday. So let me just tell you, there's... No, not last Saturday. Saturday before. That's right. A fortnight. A fortnight yes. ago. Right. Colorado has been practicing in, you know, mm-hmm. optimal conditions... They're going to go, you know what the temperature, the forecast is calling for at 11 a.m. during that game? Don't even want Saturday? Know. Yeah, triple digits. So we'll see. I, I mean, I'm, I lean uh, your way as well. Let's go to another 11 a.m. game. Okay. Arkansas State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's third string quarterback is named what? Nobody knows. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. No, you do know. I do. Uh, shit. Major booty. Major booty. Oklahoma's laying 35 and a half. Major booty, also the name of a strip club in Norman. <laughs> do you have a pick on that game, or that's a no play for you? Oh, OU. I'll take OU. In you're going to take, yeah. you're going to take, you know, it's. The year may have changed, but Nick still taking favorites, just like yeah. it's his job. Like it, you know, it's a job. Here we go. Honestly, Iowa hosting Utah State, also at eleven a.m. Now Ooh. Iowa, Iowa's laying twenty-four, three touchdowns and a field goal. Yeah, I don't think they're going to cover that, but I'll still take Iowa in that game. Yeah. So you would take Utah State and the twenty-four points. Sure. That's uh, there. We're going. Here we go now. All right, our next game we're going to talk about. Ohio State, the Ohio State at Indiana. I don't even give a shit. Indiana. Like, I will take anybody over the Ohio State. No, sorry. Not Mizzou. But I will take most people over the Ohio State. The Ohio State's laying 30 points, so you take Indiana plus 30. Yep. Okay. What about this? This is a weird game. Uh, Number 10, Washington. Hosting Boise State. Washington only a 14-point favorite. You know, though, I'm honestly, like, Boise State, 
is they're Gonzaga. Like they're going to come out with a quality team every season. So no, like I, I don't. You're going to put Boise I'll, State in your parlays. I'll take Boise State on that. Like, yeah. All right. Let's do a couple more. I don't like this Wisconsin game. Here we go. USC laying 38 points at home against Nevada. Yeah, I'll take that. I would take USC as well. Nevada hasn't won a football game that I can think of in a recent memory. They did beat KU at home they did. in basketball. I was there hmm. because they had gotten beaten the previous season, their last home game. I believe, yeah. or or a one of the last couple home games by K State, and then the next year it was the home opener. They got beaten by Nevada. I'm almost positive that's true. I can't remember what I ate for supper two nights ago, but I can remember that supper. Damn it, dude! We started this talking about the weather, then our ailments, and like, what do you want me to call it dinner? dinner road rage, and then you just called dinner supper. Well, it depends on where you're from in the country. Yeah, I don't really think it does. <laughs> does yeah. nobody use supper anymore? I well, yeah, of course. Like people that have been in wars where they used tanks, yeah. Those people call lunch dinner, mm-hmm. and dinner is supper. Right. Get over it. They also have biscuits. Yeah, at every meal. That is true. I mean, yes. yeah, biscuits ba- and gravy. There's a, they've no, got there, the, there's a there's a basket with like with biscuits with like uh like a big cloth thing that's over. Yes, them. but the, yeah. they're the good biscuits that you don't have to use. One of the you can just tear them apart. Yeah, but you have to throw them out in 48 hours. That is correct because they have mold. Right. It's, mm-hmm. Here's a big one that carry uh, the dog after that. <laughs> correct. 6:30 our time, mm-hmm. Central Standard. On Saturday, North Carolina, 21 first ranked at South Carolina. This is one of those. Oh, yeah. I'll take South Carolina. It's Duke's Mayo Classic. Yeah. Oh. So it's a bit, it's one of those college games that, like, when, when, uh, you know, okay. So Walsh College Football. Here's the best is, uh, so one of my coworkers, uh, she and her husband just moved back from, uh, Winston Salem. Okay. uh, Because he was in residency down at, uh, Wake Forest. Uh, but, we literally got a deal of Duke's mayo at the office because she swears that's the best mayo. I'm, I'll tell you I what. don't know that I have ever actually cared about what <clears throat> mayo went on anything. I am the I'm a longtime hater of mayo. Oh, oh! And I am back on mayo when I have a burger. I put, it's got to be, but it's got to be thin. I'm not. I don't want the thick. No. I just want a thin layer of mayo. Yeah, a BK yeah. A, uh, a BK Whopper le- level of mayo on that exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Let's do one more, and this is, I think the, I think this is the feature game of the weekend on Sunday, six thirty p.m. Number five LSU, at number eight Florida State. LSU Ooh. is favored by two and a half. You got to take Florida State here, right? I am going to take Florida State. You got to take Florida State getting two and a half. Because fuck LSU. And because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Also that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to take Florida State, honestly, because I'm so tired of the SEC. 
Right? I second that. So, Girl, bye. <laughs> there you go. This has been 2023's inaugural segment of Nick's Picks. Congratulations. I, you know what? I think you're going to go six and five. At least. You know, and only lose the juice. You're going to be just fine. And you know what? The bankroll is just going to keep rolling. Exactly. All season. <laughs> All right. And we're back uh, real quick, Nick. What are we drinking here? Uh, this is a Corpse Survivor. Mm. This is uh, Corpse Survivor number. This is actually number one. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so the Corpse Survivor is pre prohibition. Uh, this is. A pretty simple cocktail. It is gin, lime juice, um, lemon juice, and you got to spritz just a rinse of the glass with absinthe. Uh, I used, uh, you brought over a spray bottle of absinthe. Well, I told you that's what was yeah. in there. So right. You had to trust me. Yeah, but I I get that flavor in here. This no, is this actually is really good. And this is what, so uh, Cheryl has been really into the last word, and the last word is actually a take on the Corpse Survivor. Yes. So. Cheers once again, my friend. And uh, while we're drinking this cocktail, let's take just a couple minutes to uh, port ourselves back to, uh, what did I just say, 1998? Yeah. I appreciate one of the best sketches ever. In the history of Saturday Night Live. And do you like fajitos? Flautas, quesadillas, and other Tex-Mex specialties. And come on down to my new restaurant in Sedona, Arizona. Stevie Nicks Fajita Roundup. In the 70s, I dedicated myself to witchcraft and Lindsay Buckingham and cocaine. But now I use that same energy and dedication to bring you an affordable dining experience you'll never forget. Chicken fajitas taste real fine. Wouldn't you love to eat them? Yes, <laughs> 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 my restaurant, I'll be singing some of my classic songs that made me famous. While serving up some of the finest Tex-Mex food in the Southwest. Like my hot specialty, burrito dreams. <laughs> burrito dreams, here we go. Burrito. We had a vision that one day our music would be heard around the world while people are eating Mexican food. <laughs> people sat in the room the with us. <laughs> so the next time you're craving a little Stevie Nicks music or a vegetable burrito, don't forget this special taste. <laughs>
Burrito Roundup. Off Interstate 17, just two hours north of Phoenix. Every Tuesday, Burrito starts at 2 dollars There's just there's just not a whole lot of Stevie Nicks fajita roundup. That sketch is left. That sketch has a cult following. I will put it in the liner notes. Um, that's too funny. We watched it beforehand and we uh, threw it on here. That was uh, courtesy of DailyMotion.com. Uh, hilarious. I remember watching that, laughing, but not having a clue while I was laughing. Right. I remember knowing who Stevie Nicks was. Right. Right, because at the time I hadn't heard rumors. But guess like, what? You ju- but they just had the dance right before that. I, that's I what I'm saying. Like they had they had the dance right before that. I had older sisters. My oldest sister is 13 years older than me. So like I grew up knowing some you know versions of Fleetwood Mac, but like not anything about Stevie X herself. And then, like, as an adult watching that, I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. How hilarious is that? And and the um, fact that Lucy Lawless pulled that off. Right. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, it's a can't miss. Yeah. Again, I'll put it in the, uh, the liner notes. <laughs> I mean, again, I just can't. I can't even. Uh, I have no words because I thought it was so funny. And anyway. What were we going to talk about one last time? We had one more thing we wanted to touch on. Um, my hatred for the season the Yankees are having right now? Or no, or uh, NFL? No, actually, a couple bets that I hit this week. Oh. Yeah, Sarge had a couple of these crazy uh, same-game parlay bets. Really? Yeah, I don't even know why. I'm placing them with my buddies. I mean, hey, let's just, you know. I'm for it. Because hey, it's just you know, it's a couple bucks. Yeah. It's a, it's a cup of coffee at Starbucks, right? But I turned that cup of coffee of Starbucks into seventeen cups of coffee at Starbucks. Yeah, you did. Twice this week. Wow, twice. I think I'm going to stop. I got to. You could afford a house payment if you were a millennial. Ooh, easy, tiger. I think we had some. I think we might still, have some millennials. Still my, still my favorite is uh, that analogy. Millennials can't afford houses because they buy coffee on a daily basis. Uh, like if if anybody was to ever do the math on that. Yeah, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to look at my uh, notes here. We got to go back to go forward. And the thing that I'm really upset that we missed earlier. Hmm. Is that song by Kid Rock that had the summer in it? I mean, it's it's sticking to my crawl. I and I'm it, like you said it at the time, but I'm not like tracking on this. I'm being for real. Like I don't know. I know "Ba with the Ba" by Kid Rock, and that's almost it. And you know that song that he did with Cheryl Crow, which was I can't even think of the name. I guess. Which is kind of funny that those two did a song together and then... And we can't remember it. Well, it's just that, like, politically there is not anything similar about those two people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty odd. Mm-hmm. Um, that was of, before we knew he was nuts. Speaking of politics, this is the one podcast the listeners can listen to and not get any politics. Yeah. Um, we're not going to do that. This cocktail is fantastic. 
I, you know, it's funny. Uh, I was watching, uh, I watched Babylon the other day. Okay. Sorry. First part of Babylon. I haven't finished it yet. Don't ruin it for me, listener. Uh, but he ordered a corpse reviver and I'm like, you know, that reminds me I have not actually made one of those before. And I am really kind of anxious to try one cause I love the last word and I will say this is good. I would take the last word over this, but I still like it. It's good. So corpse survivor, this is corpse survivor number one. Mm-hmm. Corpse Survivor number two, I think, actually has absinthe that, like, not just a misting or a rinse, I want to say. What about number three? It's the one that can pop up right here. I don't even know a Corpse Survivor number three. Well, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, okay. This might be the next best thing. Tell me, do you have your uh, portable computer handy? Oh. uh, It fits in your pocket. Oh, yes, right. Because we need to check on the Yankees real quick. No, are we beating Detroit? (laughs) (laughs) Like a drum. That's fantastic. Uh, I, like, I I would love all of this. This would be fantastic if we weren't, what, seven games out of the wild card? Like... I'm not, this is not a hopeful season for anybody. I'll tell you what, we're going to take one last break. We've got a final final, and then we've got the final segment mm-hmm. to go for this week's episode. This is a monster episode only because we've been gone for three weeks. We want the listener to be happy. We need to share our knowledge of these craft cocktails. We need to try them out for these people. So they don't have to waste their money on the ingredients. We can Correct. tell them. Right. That's, know exactly I mean, that's what all. you're getting when you go to the store. Exa- I mean, precisely. You want to know, hey, what do you need to get? What is the best thing to get in your bar? We're going to talk about these things when we come back here in just a, a minute. Twenty years ago, it was not using hairspray. You haven't used hairspray in thirty years, have you? It's been a minute. Here's what I can tell you: great news today. I mean, the stars aligned. The Breeders' Cup released the logo for the 2024 Breeders' Cup to be held in Del Mar. Oh. On November 1st and 2nd. Designer. Who's a designer? It doesn't. It's essentially the same uh, logo with a different circle around it. Gotcha. Happy days are here again. The sky is clear and blue again. Right. Why are you, you know, why are you dropping elk turds on my parade? I'm trying not to. Well... Just trying to figure out who the designer is. You're getting a little too far in the weeds. I'm trying to do high level. Oh, gotcha. 
I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll circle back next week's episode. Actually, two weeks. Give me a little time. And we'll take care of this. What happened this evening's uh, football game? There was a football game. Do we know? Do we care? There's a football game this evening. Yeah, it's Wednesday, right? It's August 30th, and there was a college football game. College football tries to take over this entire week, Oh, apparently. Yeah. There no, was, I have no there idea. There were games last weekend. Hang on. Hang on. It's like, I, and I will say this. like It's like people asking me, uh, you know, hey, did you watch the Chiefs the other day? No. I don't watch preseason games because yeah, I, I don't care. Somebody, did you know that the Chiefs were down like, I'm yeah, say twenty points and then won by a point? Right. I said, "Oh, did, what did that count for?" Um, nothing. I am not. Wait, hang on. Nope. Oh, there was a game. There was a college football game. Wait. There was a college football game. There was a college football game Saturday. Uh, I do not see one today. Well, there was not. It was not top twenty-five. That's for sure. I'll tell you what. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Let me. Let me see. Quit asking the artificial was it, was intelligence. It, was it col- Was it like Colgate versus Winthrop? Like. Uh, oh, uh, okay. who cares? Game. Yes. Oh, okay. Made for TV. No, made for uh, rich people. Uh, made for ESPN made, Plus. Made made for everybody who lives in yeah. Westchester. It's made for Peacock. Yeah. Uh, games. Dude, I'm not seeing anything. I've seen some for tomorrow. Right, it's Miami versus the U. It's the U of Miami versus Miami U. Tomorrow, it's the Battle of the Bands. Okay. Is it just my headphones, or was that really loud? No, I think that was actually really loud. Well, you know what? The listeners are just going to have to deal with it. We, now we can say listeners. Mm-hmm. We can actually say listeners. Listeners. Because we actually, we are confirmed of two. Right. We're confirmed of three. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And now we have a quorum. Oh, wow. Almost a cabal. To the moon. Yeah. Here we go.